Welcome to season two of Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by Rosalind McNally and Bibi Dalman. In this episode, we talk about practices around potentiating the air element. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome, Rosalind, to another round of this episode or this podcast. Really excited. <laughs> so we'll be talking about we'll be talking about um, the air element, picking up on on last week's podcast. But we're going to take it a little bit more into the actuality of practices, right? So what is it that we can do to you know, when we talk about air element and the healing journey, how can we access the air element um, so that it can serve us as a, as a tool or as a way of being maybe in the healing journey? Uh, do you want to take us off into a avenue? I mean, there are multiple <laughs> ways you can go about this. <laughs> but sort of what comes to your mind first? What springs to mind is sort of the first part would be seeing the mind as a messenger. Uh, we like to see in the air element as a messenger. So it can be sort of just, we chat about this in the last episode of it, like, but becoming more present with our inner thoughts or inner dialogue or inner, or inner world in a sense that way, but through sort of the mind, um, becoming aware of what we say to ourselves a lot of the time. And that way, like what we're repeating to ourselves, you know, like internally. So even though we can chat about the air element being the communications, like how do I communicate to myself, like inside when nobody else is listening, like what's going on there? So can I bring my presence to it, my attention to it and then beginning to question it? Like, do you want know, to going, OK, who, who owns that voice? Do you know, because if it was somebody physically in front of me, would I take that? Do you know, like, would I actually go, oh, yeah, you're definitely 100% true about that there. Oh, God, yeah, you're, I put so much weight on your opinion on me. Like, do you know, so we're taking, we can give power to sort of the air element is the way I sort of look at it. Like, you know, if you think of it in the context of the mental body or the mind and our inner dialogue, because I think it's a part that sometimes we don't realize that we actually can work with. We sometimes just think, well, that's just the way I think. That's just my head. And I'm like, that's all programming and like any good computer it can be defragged upgraded uninstalled reinstalled or actually just thrown in the recycling department that way like so it's the same with ourselves like so it's like can I begin to enter into a conversation with it like and go okay so if that's not my true voice my soul's voice because the to me the air would be what does that even sound like you know we've chatted about this in the intuition like but what does that part of me sound like and therefore, if I know what that sounds like, I might know what the other ones are definitely not it. At least I can begin to distinguish and then enter into dialogue with them. Like some of them you don't need to enter into dialogue with us and you're telling, get across the line there and stay across that line because we're not engaging in this conversation. But then there's other ones, maybe fear or worry that we can engage with to go, OK, what do what do you need? What's going on here? What's really going on? Okay, like, what, how can I support you? So at least you're integrating those aspects within the, the mental body, like, and then you're obviously doing all the practical things they might want, like, but to me, it's it's like we're learning to actually engage with our mind, like. Yeah. Hmm. So, so, 
so so important that shifting that paradigm isn't it from believing that everything that's up there it is it's that's just the way it is and you know stepping into that idea of like no I can be selective and that is also an expression of me that I can adjust and you know go what's what's mine and what's not mine and one of the practices I love doing as is is very similar but the outward expression so um stream of consciousness writing is a I find really really potent so for those of you who aren't familiar with that it's you essentially sit down in the morning or any time of the day um you put your pen to paper and you don't take the pen off the paper and you write down every single thought uh sentence hunch that comes to your mind anything that's in your mind you just kind of pour it onto the paper and the sentences they don't even have to make sense they don't have to be full sentences and most likely if you do that for a while um you're gonna have a lot of as in if you do it for like a couple of minutes like set a timer a half an hour is something that's really deep but start maybe five or ten minutes but there will be a time where you just write down I don't know what to say I don't know what to write I don't know what what's going on and then this is boring um and to me that's a really important aspect of that digging deep because what comes up first is what we're mostly already aware of it's what's what's there and the surface whirling away in our mind but then when we've emptied that out onto a page it's like we're stepping a layer deeper and so to stay with that process and um and and wait it out and keep the pen on the paper and just write blank 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 if blank is coming to your mind until there's another layer that's opening up and that gives you more insight and so when you do this practice regularly and you you build on the time you you do that there's like an incredible insight you were talking about the mind carrying information that you can sort of surface to the area and these are all ideas and patterns and ways of thinking that that really weigh into how we make decisions in our life how we relate to others um it's the reason for a lot of our fears and so at least when we become aware of it we begin to understand why we are shying away from something or why we seemingly may lack motivation to do this when we understand oh my god i'm actually afraid of and so that gives us then material to really take good care of ourselves and making sure we feel safe and we feel grounded and we, you know, start from a deeper level. Um, and that voicing, so for some people, they absolutely don't like writing, which on one level, I would say it's ex- interesting to explore that why that is. <laughs> but on another level, that same exercise can be done in sort of part nine sharing. I'll do that always in retreats. Um, and so you just need another person that you, sits in front of you, you make eye contact and you, you commit that the person who is listening is literally listening. It's not weighing in. That person is not going when you have your blank space. Don't worry, is someone come for you? That person has to have, so choose someone that then can hold that space for you so you can verbally empty out that is not a person that's not judging you and also I think that's really powerful to do when it's not a therapist that's across from you so there is that uh, relationship with a therapist that we have and that's a certain way of how we engage with that which is also beautiful there is also something when you can do this in a space where the other person is not a family member most likely hopefully uh, not a therapist and also somebody that can hold that space for you so you can really empty out because you feel like you're not being picked apart I mean that's the idea and so you can hear yourself saying certain things and um and that to me is 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 really beautiful working with the air element like you said it's these are patterns that are already there they're governing us to some extent and now we get to meet them and get to understand why we make certain decisions or why we behave or think about certain things in a in a particular way mm, beautiful like yeah i think like the to me the two words that stand out like from that there and 
you can nearly think of that in terms of yourself then what would that look like for me is emptying out do you know like so whether it's through the journaling or is it through movement or is it through dancing is it through cleaning out the house is it through just cleaning my desk maybe like do you know like but what would if I was to have an empty out practice every day even for five minutes what would that look like do you know like and then that could just be the intention setting of something that you already use. But I think it's so important because we, we chat about that in the last episode. It's creating space. You know, like we, we can't have inspiration, creativity, you know, or new insights or different perspectives sometimes come to us when there's so much like full and overflowing in our systems. Like that was even like in some of the healing work that I do in Alteric, we do soul retrieval, but we go, but we create space first in the house for it. You know, so we have to remove those old programmings or whatever it might be that is held in the system. So then there's room for this new, not even new energy because it's you already, but for this life force to come back to you and for you to house it in a different container. So to me, the emptying out is, is a beautiful way of, access in that air element because you're creating the space then and that's actually whether you know it or not going okay there's space here now and I'm not I don't need to fill it up but there's room for something else to come in like and that would be even the vision in part like do you know because like, to me the air would be our vision or envisioning you know what do I wish to create that imagination that we have like so do I actually play with my imagination or is my imagination limited by what I think is possible, which is based on my old programming, my mindset, or the results that I've had to date based on the way I do things? Like, so again, it's that widening of the the mind, the energy around the head. Like, so it can be how how do I daydream? Like, or do I allow myself to daydream? How do I envision life? What do I see for myself? Like, is it really limited? You know, or can I allow myself to paint a bigger picture? Like, do you know, like, and even if it doesn't even, do you know, like, as in, like, there's nothing too much, but even if it feels really not tangible or I'll never get there, but by actually creating the biggest picture in a sense, we're actually creating such a bigger space for anything. Like, do you know, rather about, oh, well, I think this might, if I do enough hard work, then this might be possible. You know, but it's like, actually, no, let's just hold the whole container open and see what can come through. And it's like what you mentioned um, in the last episode, sort of that part where we're ho- holding that space for like anything to happen. Like, but we're allowing it, the space to come through us then as well. Like, so can we create that vision, whatever that might be? Like, so whether that's through vision boarding or through just daydreaming, through just creating it in whatever way feels really good for you like or even just talking about it like do you know or journaling I was coming back to journaling journaling about it like I think is a really nice way of accessing that air that expansion yeah yeah I think the to me as well so much about air is about the emptying out right it's the space it's the releasing what's no longer needed in every meaning of, of, of that expression and um, yoga as a practice similar is designed purely designed to actually take away that which isn't you it's taking the layers off the lampshade it's the you know so that that light can come through so your essence can come through to you and have access to more of that life force I suppose um, and we've just actually cleared out one of the rooms yesterday 
and it's interesting how you relate to your space as well when you do a clear out you know like you see literally new potential what you could do with this room or you know you 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 and in the letting go process as well this idea of like really thinking the item or whatever we go okay wow this was really helpful at that point is it something that is nostalgic is it something that i want to keep no or this is something i can let go in a graceful way and so much of that we do at the end of the year retreat every year you know it's it's because when we come towards the end of the year the beginning of the new year it'll be interesting to see, to see the shift but what usually is happens like let me just get to the vision let me just get and do you know a dream board and where do i want to head and it's like a running away from what was in a way and anytime we're heading anytime you're feeling within you that strong urge to just just jump onto something there's usually a drive that we're jumping away from something and that means like we haven't released it in a way we're dragging that on into the next year so so much about whether you're clearing out a room to see to see the potential of the room in a new way or are you clearing out your year making peace with the things that if you experience what you need to let go of in a way that similar um with with gratitude and grace where you think whatever happened and you know when you release that experience you know move forward as much as we can you know depending on how the year went it's like it's not always that straightforward but the the, the, the process is the same but by releasing and emptying out the year that lies behind you you essentially see your potential in your life for the next year completely different so it's this this two-sided thing with air and space, isn't it? It's the, it's the emptying out so inspiration can come in. You can't force inspiration to come in, but you can create the circumstances to do that. Um, and so even though it's such an intangible element, there's something I think that's always helpful as well. There's something like very physical we can do as clearing out the house or as writing something onto paper or pulling a friend over and having that conversation that's very much real. Um, in in this material world you know that we can see and touch um and then there there are other other ways of working with it in a maybe more subtler realm but um yeah any any other practices that or ways that you like to engage with just even activating that air element or becoming aware of it go find someone <laughs> do you know like there's nothing like actually do you know like we, we'll all have different seasons or we all know maybe places that we can go get it and all there but you can't or even recall a time where you feel the wind the air like do you know like I often think of the, like the west of Ireland like it's just different from the east here like you get wind here you get that little windy rain like but the wind over there just will will I call it it'll blow the bones from you like the skin from you like so there's just nothing like it to clear the mind you know, we'll often go, God, the good old breeze of one there. I've cleared my mind now out for the walk. Like, you know, you're clearing the mind, but it's just this life that you're feeling come towards you. Like, so in that space, it's working sort of energetically is the way I see it. Like, but, you know, the force of it, the strength of it, maybe blowing against you, especially just, I always just think the West Virginia, you're standing all those old mossy stones and all like, and it's just blowing but you're you're still leaning against it like you're feeling the force of yourself as well like do you know like so how even if I was to close my eyes and imagine that how's that working with me like what is it inviting me do you know like or if I was to set the intention even just to cleanse something what would I release to that one even in my imagination or if I'm actually in that space physically what would I shout out to the one to take do you know, like from my mind, from my mental body, like, so it's working with the element of the wind, like, 
or as I said in the last one, like, you know, if I just sit and listen to it and we hear it sweeping through your door sometimes. Do you know, like, or you hear it in the corners or outside or the rustling of the leaves, especially now in the autumn and all. Like, you know, if it's whispering to me, what's it whispering? What's it saying to me? If I really listen to the the wind, what's it, what's its spirit's message being carried on it like? I love ways. that. It's just beautiful. Um, it's actually one of the ways that we're sort of the foundation when when I look at like a retreat space, you know, where where are we going to experience something? And there were there were two places that were quite different um, that I chose for the, the retreats, and one of them was in Morocco on that Atlantic coast for the very same reason it has very much that west coast of Ireland you step a little bit warmer of course but um, there is just this the wind in Essaouira never stops and there is something about that that I felt for that particular retreat that we were going there every March for it that that was chosen for that you know the ability just to letting the wind take things off of you um, and I'm bringing you new inspiration whereas there's, there's another treat we did in like a completely different part of the world and that was like in the middle of the jungle and I was like really held and the energies were were earthier you know and and so I, I love that idea of really working with with the elements around you like let them actually work with you whether that, whether you travel or whether you just go outside the door and I think that's also working with the seasons when you go into autumn and you know our resistance to autumn and the resistance to the autumn wind as well in a way you know there's this resistance in us in all of us to let go of things because you know it everything that we're holding on to has served a purpose at some point <laughs> so it's the clearing out sometimes we just don't know that we don't need that anymore so it, it, it's a lot of that work but i think working with you know the stillness maybe of the summer there's a quietness and then leaning into the autumn that just to me it's just so much to do with that air air element similar to spring actually in that in in that way um and and sort of that brings me the like in yoga we always think of you know the wind and what it does the inner winds is like the pranayama practices are just such a beautiful way of engaging with the with the air element and there's so many different practices to create all different sorts of you know brushing out or bringing inspiration in or uh, finding equilibrium not just in the mind but in your whole beingness but there is this when we engage with our breath with our physical wind as such that we inhale and exhale you know we were talked we talked about this uh good few episodes back first breath that inspiration that we take in our life and then the last breath out so that air element in a way also braces or holds book ends our life in that way and so when we engage in pranayama there is that conversation about you know using again something that is i think that's where pranayama is so powerful it's just tangible enough because we all breathe and although we can't feel the breath as such we can feel the breath against you know our nose our breathing channels and then we can feel the physical body expanding and ending but pranayama is this beautiful way of anchoring this otherwise so intangible element of air into our body and allowing that which can shift fairly quickly air a fluctuating mind you know or changing opinions into something that seems sometimes maybe a little stuck or if you wish a different lens to infuse the physical with the realm of, of the spirit of the subtle 
And to me, pranayama is such a beautiful way of practicing that. And you were saying in the last episode as well, how it's so much about having a felt experience of it. And I think pranayama does that. It's like when you allow yourself to fall into not what you should feel, not what the practice should be doing with your system. But when you're breathing in certain ways, it doesn't even matter what breathing practice exactly you did, but what is shifting within you? How are you feeling differently? That is such a tangible approach to me to such a subtle element. You're really feeling the power of it there, like that way, like on all levels, like yeah. So it is beautiful, like so it's like finding so it's for the listeners to find ways of them accessing that element in their own lives in their own ways, like all their little practice that like say I often you know like if you think of if the air is about sort of the perspective and shifting our perspective or allowing us the bird's eye view, then like we would often journey with like a, a bird that way. Like everybody will go with the eagle, but any bird, every bird flies, every bird flies in a different way or has different qualities like of what they're teaching us as well. Like, but it's to actually, you know, if people journey to set the intention to journey with like their bird, their bird that they choose or just let one come to them with the intention to have a different perspective, like to see the bigger picture of where they're at in life. Because it's like lifting us out of sort of the smaller mind into like the soul spirit's view of what's going on in life. Like, but we can do that even just through meditation ourselves, like even if we don't journey just through our imagination, like of, you know, like if I was a bird floating in the sky now hovering above going around in circles and it happens to look down in my house and can see through the window and sees me what does it see how's it looking at me through its eyes like we often think of just us looking at the bird but when the bird's looking at me sort of sitting out possibly perched on its little you know its little fence looking in the window at you what does it see like and then if it's flying up high and it's looking down over you in your landscape what does it see like and your imagination will access all of that there. Like if you just allow it to like or get someone to guide it through you, through you with it. Like, but just doing it yourself is a beautiful way of, I think, just getting out of our heads, do you know, like in a sense and seeing things differently, like which to me is a big part of the air element. Like that's beautiful. So lifting out of the busyness of the mind into that capacity to well like yeah perceiving because then it's it's also spirit's view you know if i was to see life through spirit's eyes and then we go more and more towards that that idea of you know where the air element brings a certain neutrality as we said you know and that neutrality with a certain level of um bird's eye view bird's eye view is then starting to realize that idea of oneness you know like here on the material plane, very real, you know, everyone has their own home, everyone has their own, you know, bills to pay, everyone has their own jobs to go to, their families to nourish, to their own path, their own experiences that everyone has in this physical realm. But then when we also can go up, we get context and we get this idea, this understanding of, okay, on some level we are all one. And then we can do both, right? We can pay our bills and show up for work and yet have that compassion and feel that oneness, what what I do affects the person across the world and, and, and vice versa. And so being able to run up and down that spectrum. That's beautiful, yeah. Um, another thing that just came to mind there as well that is, is I think, 
something that you can observe on every day you know i love practices that are ritualistic where you actually roll out the mat or you create your altar and you you know you sit down you light a candle and 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 all this sometimes it's also good to have practice that you can just um bring with you um on every day while you're at work or while you engage with your family and so to me a lot about air is also what am i saying and what am i not saying you know, this idea of where I'm holding my voice back, because that has so much to do as well with with the air element, you know, where that expression, for whatever reason, you know, has been, you know, jarred and, and, and may either not speak out at all around certain topics, maybe that would be an interesting one to explore or certain situations, or then speaks up very harshly, or speaks up in not truth. Right. So this is something that, again, we got to hold ourselves with a lot of compassion and not come in with the judgment. But it's 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 a practice that can bring you so much uh, in, in information. And it's really interesting. What am I saying in different environments, you know, with those where I feel really, truly seen and heard uh, and accepted? How am I expressing myself there compared to maybe an environment um, by people where I feel feel judged by even though they might love me? You know, whether it's being at work or in, 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 in our families or wherever that is. And like, okay, this is interesting. And I think uh, wor- working with that and understanding where that comes from can, again, release and free up so much space. So it's what we say and what we don't say and the ways in which we express ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I often yeah. say in classical, how often do what, you, what you're saying, you say because you think other people want to hear it. Or you think that's, you know, versus this is what I really need to share, like, or this is what's really weighing on me at the moment versus how much of it is actually like, in a sense, people pleasing or keeping the peace or whatever it might be like. So to me, that would be another little part of that for people to explore. Because we might go, oh, yeah, I'm speaking my truth and realize, oh, no, actually, I do it all to address who I'm chatting to. And it's nothing, you know, like I'm about to speak my truth and I'm seeing Mary shifting her sort of body or something and then I go okay Mary needs to hear it. oh no actually everything's fine or you know like this this will pe- like this will please Mary now or appease Mary rather than no this is something that really needs to be spoken like or come from my heart it needs to be given as you mentioned earlier it needs to be given voice do you know because in that speaking and that witnessing hopefully that it frees me like and obviously we're not throwing daggers and throwing everything and verbal diarrhea on people it's with a consciousness but sometimes things do need to be spoken as hard as they can be it's sometimes to speak them like and sometimes it is just noticing you know in an environment okay what am i not saying and then go home and reflect on why am i not saying it what is the actually that i would want to say and out of that when you do that often enough you come closer to your own truth because a lot of the times when we don't speak it's also because we're not anchored enough into our own truth we actually doubt ourselves we actually doubt either the value that we bring in a conversation or we doubt the quality with which we can express ourselves you know and so so we, we're holding or we haven't done maybe that much reflection work in that particular area we have a feeling of that we're standing for something but why and how we haven't kind of maybe worked that through to the extent that we feel ready to express that in an environment that feels a little more threatening to us right than than in, in an environment where we being um held sort of consciously and then there is also this element of finding sort of the truth and the power in our voice i mean it's it's uh, 
it's a very oftentimes used expression but yeah. there is there is the level when we when we look at it you know to to sort of slightly again the astrology and we're looking at you know what are we here also collectively to transform and what is it that we're here to learning to step into the power of and there's a whole generation of us that has sort of this big transformative power quality of like Pluto in in an air sign you know so there's a whole generation of us that is literally collectively here to to find a way to speak more kindly to speak more powerfully to you know heal some of the patterns of communication and 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 how we relate to one another and how we use our power in that relation a relationship in a more wholesome healing supportive sustainable sustainable way so there is the individual work but then with every single one of us that does that sort of waking up within our own confinements of our own family our own workplace our own life we also always know you always do that collectively for everyone else as well so and you don't need to do anything different because the way to approach the collective is by doing your own healing work around your own voice um yeah but one thing i just did that i just wanted to say as well of of what i remember so clearly in terms of how how our voice shifts when you know so the air element can be also an expression of a shift that has happened within us on any level and we may even notice that people's voice sometimes change you know we may not have seen somebody and they're on a two-week holiday something as simple as that getting a bit of distance from everything and they're more in themselves and you you feel like the tone of their voice is somewhere else but you can see it actually as well in a group when when you when you chant om at the beginning in the end of a class it's mesmerizing the difference you know and 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 that would have been oftentimes classes where people know each other well enough you know we would come together twice a week for like years so it, it's not an element of everyone being shy at the beginning and then not so shy at the end like everyone knew each other well and so just throughout that hour 90 minute practice of physically moving the body doing breath work and meditation the the way in which every single one expressed themselves as a result was actually way more harmonious with everyone else and so it, it's so interesting because when you when you sing om at the end at the beginning there's like you know somebody is full energy on that day the om would be louder or the, for some the, the om will be very quiet and everyone has their own individual voices so it's this the sea of individual oftentimes disharmonious tones and then you go through the practice and at the end, you know, the person with the strong energy still has that tone in their voice, the volume in their voice, but it's now blending with everything else and gives power to everyone else. And now the shyer person brings in that softness into, you know, so you can actually hear dramatically, if you want to say, so the healing that has happened. So air can also be a, a barometer as opposed to gauge when a shift has occurred and how we speak, yeah. how we think. Yeah beautiful really nice like sodas and if you think then like sort of building on the the voice aspect then like the the inspiration part then it's like you no know, elizabeth gilbert writes so beautifully about that and big magic and all like but it's, it's knocking on the door like so if we ignore it then it heads off to somebody else like so it's even for listeners to think about and we sort of chat about this sort of in the creativity and the intuition slightly like but as to think about you know like wh where do I feel inspired how do I know I feel inspired what does inspiration feel like 
you know, like, and it's okay where we're, there's periods where there's nothing knocking at the door because there is important, the fallow land is as important as the blooming land. Like, but like, you know, what does inspiration feel like? And if I feel it knocking at the door, how often have I gone when I have time? I'll, I'll get to you. I'll open that little gateway and let you in. Do you know, like, uh, and where have those times been where I feel it actually just land, float through me and ground? Do you because know, it's giving you your sort of pathways of how you maybe work with it currently that way but do you give it again it comes back to space do I give it the space to actually come through like but really think about you know where do I feel inspired because that's maybe where I'm going to access that energy if I need it not to even about creating something or having a product or selling something or you no know, to do something but to actually we all need that energy just in life do you know like if life is giving us challenges if you think of the minute we just need to feel inspired I don't need to do anything with it but to actually just know that energy is there in me and it might just be slow at the moment but if I go out and walk in nature if I go sit beside a tree if I go and chat with my friends if I go dance if I go whatever it is listen to music do you know like then I can maybe feel it rise within me. I don't have to do anything with it, but maybe that fortifies me then for the the coming period. Like, that's what I like to think of. Like, but yes, like how often have I heard it knock and went, oh yeah, that's that's not for me. Like, and then somebody I else launches it two days later. <laughs> I know I remember that talk right she spoke about somebody else actually writing her a book yeah like literally she saw a book on a bookshelf yeah. with the title she's like no no that that was the book yeah. that was the idea that was knocking on my head <laughs> but she had the grace to say that the other person actually wrote it like in a, in a beautiful way in a way yeah. that she would have never expressed it but there there is there is there is that um I think to air it is so much about knowing when you're full and let it be that and knowing when you're empty and letting be that as well there's again this neutrality right it's the space the space can hold emptiness the space can hold fullness um and it's 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 i suppose all these practices around as well are about acknowledging that and growing awareness out it so that when the space is full instead of going into this complete overwhelm oh my god oh my god oh my god there's so much to do and it's like all these kind of things can we honor it as a as a as a time in our life where there is creativity where there's outpouring where there's you know there's there's we can hold a lot and we can practice that as well being able to hold more without the overwhelm and then also vice versa and those states informing each other when when nothing is coming through noticing when we go into this oh my god what's wrong with me everyone else is having these ideas and there's nothing coming out of me and then doubting ourselves in that way and the thing is when we doubt ourselves in empty space we fill it with a whole bunch of things that don't mean anything to us and then we're full in the awkward way full of um you know i'm not just overfull filling or overflowing out of joy and out of potentiality but now i'm just stuffed and crammed in with things that don't mean anything to me and engagements that are that are not helping me nor the other person you know so it's it's in the honoring of both um being able to be really really empty and it takes so much practice to be in that, to not doubt yourself and not doubt life and go, this is a phase. There is just less productivity, less income. Can I live with less? You know, and then there will be times when like, you know, more is on everything, you know, more money, more opportunities, more. And air is the ability to hold the awareness in, I think, in both as in all the other elements sort of fill that space and empty that space as we live it. Yeah. Mm, well the space is where the magic will happen then 
we might not feel it in that moment uh, well like but we all know like the universe does not like the full void like so we'll put something in it sometimes but sometimes we need to clear the decks you know, like we need to start with the blank canvas we need the empty desk so that we can just be there sometimes we just need just to be with ourselves like away from the world like you know so it's really honoring that and then in that space honoring the activity of the mind that might come from that uh, well, like and working with everything that we've already discussed like you know to help us move through it and like the bigger perspective understand that maybe okay I'm being invited here by my soul my spirit to experience something you know but like both have a role like and we say this in every podcast I'm just like everything has a role like do you know like so that space I might have been told is you need to put something in that now like fill your diary like what do you mean you've got an hour free sure go do the dishes there or you know go write that answer those emails that are sitting on your file like you know but like we're we're allowed to have space and we have to sometimes give ourselves permission to take that space like because in all honesty the world isn't going to give it to us do you know like we have to actually choose it for ourselves like but in that there then that's where the magic can happen if it really that's where you really feel this is where I need to be versus I'm running away from the world and I'm going to pretend I need space you know like so for me everything has different sides to it but that's where our awareness experience time having support or other people who can reflect us to really know yeah this is true I do need I need space or actually know this is actually you're right yeah I am running away from myself but sure that's okay too do you know like but we can have the support for it like so mm. it's till I soul and yeah and to me that that extends and also right out into into the space we hold for others you know can I allow someone else to to speak can I you know hold my own space in exchange with the other um there is this can I appreciate the physical space that's around me you know every meaning of that that word space brings brings a level of awareness and and healing back into ourselves um to to just we talked about that in the last last podcast to to merge or infuse the physical with the subtler realms and that's a way of coming home right because we live in ex in all these different layers and areas and it's it's just when they become disconnected from one another that we sort of split now i live my physical life and now i live my dream life imaginary life you know <laughs> and now i'm living my emotional life and huh? you know and whereas there's an aspect of us there's like knows that all of these are coexisting all together and uh, you know so so much about you know these practices and going through these elements is really an invitation to to give you as a listener to give you practices and, and ways of looking at your life so the fragmentation can come back together so the emotional can inform the mind the emotion can inform the physical the physical can inform you know the air element the spirit can inform all the other elements as well and so there's this 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 exchange and, and this this healing and coming coming together um any any sort of last thought i mean i know we we can we, we put ourselves a time limit onto this because we could literally go on for another five hours easily but anything sort of that you want to add at this point to the element of air air practices and the, the healing journey the, oh, and we've we've touched on it but it's just because I, I just like to give it its own little like sentence in a sense like is where do i connect to my spirit how do i connect to my spirit do you know, like, so we can, as you said, we can forget maybe certain practices are leading us there. 
we don't realize they are but like where do I actually connect to my spirit and then to spirit whatever I see upstairs or the heavens father sky ass whatever my terminology may be source creation whatever it is where do I connect to that and build relationship to that and I could give a million ways of doing that but I'm not going to (laughs) (laughs) that is just a beautiful note to to finish on for this week yeah um so I want to thank everyone for for listening um we we love like that you know just this idea that that you're listening going through this process with ourselves and as always feel free to get in touch if you have any questions or any suggestions drop us an email or you know in the world of social media you can find can yeah. find us uh, as well <laughs> and Rosalind, thank you so much for um just such a gorgeous gorgeous conversation as always really treasure that those times My we pleasure. have together in exchange yeah i really enjoy them too my dear always Awesome. So thanks everyone for listening and see you next week. Yeah, bye. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalind McNally and BB Dallin. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com.